Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along, it's the Monday morning episode, uh, if you're an IFS subscriber you get it on Sunday evening, so there you go, um, oh man, or something I was going to say right at the very beginning, I forgot what it was now, Jesus, I was ready, I was poised, well, and yeah. then we had a little chat, we had a little chat, well sorry I distracted you with a chat about what I was just doing prior to this call, um, oh, never mind, it'll come back, well while you try to remember it, I've, I've been to watch West Ham, Playing uh, Saudi-owned Newcastle yeah. United. Two-two. Um, yeah. I don't know whether I should admit this or not, but I, I well, I don't care. I smuggled in a Geordie. Um, oh, did you? Well, did, did he's Geordie sort of like a, a relative. He's a relative. He's actually the 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 um, fiance of my uh, of my niece, and I, like we're close. And he sorted oh, you've me mentioned out him before. Yeah, he sorted you, me you, out you, for things in the past. He's a good guy. He's a, good he's a guy. good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a Geordie, yeah. but he's a good guy. Yeah. And so I said, so I said, all right then, I can I can sneak you in. What like under your coat? Well, he's really tall, so it was it, it was difficult. But I just you know I briefed him. I said you know, keep your mouth shut, keep your head down. Mm. And if I said and, and believe me, if you stand up, if you score, if you stand up. I'm going to have to be the first one to hit you because if yeah. not, it's all going to come back on me. So yeah. I will spark you, right? I won't, I'll mm. just spark you immediately. That's just what's and expected. Yeah. He, under, he understood. And so he, you know, when they did score twice in quick succession in the second half, he mm. uh, kept his cool. So that was right. all right. I haven't oh, done well, that in years, but I, I, I am doing it soon uh, a, in a location that obviously I won't reveal. Because you, you can't have to do go that, no. deep yeah. cover, but later in the season I will be doing that. But when I was younger, I used to do it all the time at fucking mad places like Tottenham and Chelsea, where it was like it would always kick off. But when we were young, we'd just think, "Oh well, I've got to go to the game. There's no way I can't go to the game." And mm. so you just whatever you, you, I wouldn't intentionally like seek to go in the home end, mm. but I would like if that was the tickets you could get. That was the tickets you could get. But this is like in the nineties, and it would it would be bedlam at Stamford Bridge and White Hart Lane all the time. But now football's a nicer, but Premier League football at least, um, it's not like that. I was in the pub today, or I walked past the pub, and it was a sunny day. And outside, like one of the main pubs by the station, everyone's sitting. You know, ninety five percent West Ham, but there's five percent Newcastle fans in there. Just I mean, having a nice it, time. It wouldn't be like that if we were playing. Tottenham or Chelsea or probably any London yeah. club but we've you know most most clubs that are non-London clubs it's like it, that's the way things are at football these days yeah. which is uh, you know better especially when you take your kids you don't want it to be all yeah. crazy all the time 
I mean, yesterday we had we had Middlesbrough at home, which is obviously our derby match now because yeah. Newcastle are in a different division, and it was it was pretty much a sellout. And I was driving into town, so I drive into town, park up in town, then walk across the bridge to the stadium. Nice. And it, as it was a sellout, a higher level of traffic going into town. Yeah. I just thought because he was sitting there, you had to go to matches back then. Yeah, yeah. Away, whatever you had to go. Yeah. And I, yesterday I was just thinking, oh, fucking can't be bothered with this. Oh, sitting I think in traffic that all the time. To go yeah. to a football match. Yeah, at yeah. my age. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's like, and like, I live much further from the ground that you live from yours. So like, when we're doing shit like we were last mm. season, you really do question the fucking point of it all. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're like, what am I fucking doing this? This is, sometimes it can be really shit. I mean, the thing that, you know, West Ham, you know, West Ham, like Sunderland, are, let's be honest, we both support clubs that have, mostly been shit right pretty much most of our time following them so there's got to be something else and it used to always be like the camaraderie of it but now I'm older as well there was games like last season when we were shit I thought we were in a relegation battle and to be honest I'd like some weeks for whatever reason my son wouldn't come and I'd I'd get on the train on an evening game right (laughs) I'd like get on the train travel for like 45 minutes on the train get off the train shuffle along in the cold and dark to the stadium mm. right I remember this has got to be a couple of years ago now I had to have my Covid jab like maybe it was the second one and you know it can give you quite bad symptoms can't it especially the first ones and uh, but I didn't I didn't realise right and I got a fucking jab and I went straight from the jab which was administered in a car park right near my own <laughs> that's Those things the used days. to be back then yeah lots oh, of car it was park great back then it? wasn't it Tests, the old jobs, I'm everything. Just, I'm just going yeah. to that car park to get injected by a stranger, right? <laughs> and then I went straight from there, got on the train. It was freezing cold. I went all the way over to fucking West Ham, got off the train, walked on my own. My son wasn't coming because it was a school night. My mate who I sit with wasn't there. My other mates who, who I, you know, meet up, they weren't. I don't know. I just was like, fuck this. I'm just going straight to ground. And I walked in. I sat down. I was freezing. And then the after effects of the jab kicked in, right? And I was, I had the shivers. I had the shivers. And I felt, you know, when it's beyond cold, it's like mm. you, you got some sort of fucking fever. Yeah. And I'm sat there watching my stand get fucking beat by someone. It's a shit game. We're getting beat. I'm shivering from my toes up to the fucking to my nose right and I haven't seen any cunt I've done no socialising forget Mm. the notion of camaraderie that we grew up with I'm just a 40 something bloke right (laughs) bald and shivering in a fucking an hour and a half away from home watching his team lose the game ends I leave like five minutes early because I'm just ill I don't want to pass out fucking walk back to the station get back on the train, get back home, it's like 11.30. And I thought, and and I just get straight into bed, right? And in the morning, the alarm goes off 6 o'clock, 6.15. And my wife says, how was it? Do you have a good time? And I'm (laughs) like, no. (laughs) And she said, oh no, what? And I said, well, there was like nothing. I mean, like, West Ham, we lost. I'm used to that. We were shit. I'm used to that. It was cold. I'm used to that. It was dark. I'm used to that. But on top of that, I'd had a COVID jab in a car park. So I had, I basically had mini COVID. But also, yeah. I didn't see it. I, there was no socialising. The point is, I just went from my home 
across London, watched my team lose, turned round and went all the way back again, right? And also, when you factor in the money, I can't remember yeah. if I spent... I probably didn't spend much money. At least I don't drink beer anymore, right? Although, pints of Lucky Saint in the pub near West Ham are like seven quid each. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, man. Just have a glass of tap water, Sam. Well, I do. I mean, I you know, I don't have many. Sometimes I like yeah. it. If, if I'm with all my mates, they all having a beer. I think, oh, you know, I'm bored of drinking water, so I'll have one. But, you yeah, know, one, you know, cause I, I like the taste of it, but I mean, fucking hell. Um, but I didn't drink that night. I mean, we're going back a couple of years, but it's just a, I'm using that as an example of how I think when you get to our age, you can sort of think, fucking hell, I really like sitting in, at home with a bowl of peanuts and a cup of tea. Maybe yeah. not at the same time. Maybe I'd have peanuts first and then later a cup of tea or, or, or vice versa. Probably a bit of kick. And, and you're watching it on telly on your yeah. sofa or something like that. Yeah, I mean yesterday. Yes, yesterday we we had a midfielder sent off just before half time. Mm. Dan Neil, second yellow card. His second yellow card was for saying a swear word to the referee. Oh fuck's sake! He did a swear, and he had to go and sit in the dressing room for the rest of the game. Stop swearing! Why? It's not nice. If you do it again, you have to leave the field of play. Those Fuck words off. aren't nice. Right, leave. They're just fucking words. What's the matter? Fucking, you know what I'd say to the ref? I'd say, grow up, mate. Yeah. Fucking grow yeah. up. Why are you a fucking baby? You're going to fucking cry. So then we lost. We lost 4-0. It was 0-0. Oh, no. We're down oh, no. 10 men. We lost 4-0. We left on 3-0. I'm not sure yeah. to say that. No. Nah. We walked out. Fuck it, yeah. I had, I had to go to Leeds. I was in Leeds last night to watch New Order. So I had to Ooh. get down to Leeds. So why am I going to dick around... For any longer than necessary watching Sunderland getting fucking How long does it take to drive to Leeds? Hour and a half. That's not bad. It's a very nice drive, um, yeah. Was it good? It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I've seen them about probably 12 times in my life. Yeah. And this was the first time that I'd gone with my daughter so that was a really lovely thing. Oh great, thing. that must have been fun. So like she's got into them just through me playing them obsessively yeah. kind of mm. in the car over mm. the years. And she's gradually got into them and then came along last night and it was just a lovely, lovely thing. That's 35 lovely. years well, since I first saw them. Wow. When I was 16 it, uh, in Manchester. Uh, me and my mate went on a bus trip. They got back into Sunderland at like something like 3.30 in the morning because he was just on a bus there and back because oh, he did that nice. kind of thing then. Where? Where then was it? The Manchester was the first oh, one I saw them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then uh, kind of come full circle and... Took me 19 year old along last night. It was really good. Magical. So brilliant. Yeah, Magical, mate. It. Well, that it. that made up for getting beat in a derby, I bet. Didn't even fucking register the derby. Music's match. better than football, really. Music's in the final analysis, I actually, you know, we, we mainly slag off football on this football podcast. I do like <laughs> football. Like t- today, for instance, you know, it was a great game. We yeah. went 1 0 up and looked like we were going to cruise it, right? Then suddenly they went 2-1 up and it looked like they were going to fucking hammer us because they went 2-1 up but then carried on like yeah. coming close scoring and we're like, fucking hell, what happened here? But then our sub comes on, who was our big money summer signing from Ajax, he comes on and scored just fucking th- thwacks. It's the only word for it. He thwacked yeah. it in from 20 yards in the last minute. 
And me and my son went absolutely fucking nuts, right? I mean, I don't think I've seen him because you know when you're a kid as well, the big the big superstar striker that you signed from Ajax is like you're mm. so excited and you want him to be yeah. like Roy the Rovers. And that's exactly what happened. He came on, there was fifteen minutes left. I thought we were fucked. He's come on, he scored a fucking amazing equaliser. Everyone's gone mad, and you leave the ground feeling like we've seen an amazing game of football yeah. and things like that a last minute equaliser you know so so thrilling it does remind you oh okay football can actually be good this is what it's about yeah but if yeah. you had to choose you'd have to choose music I'm not saying that'll ever happen but you might have to you never know what's going to happen Andy we live in strange times we live in strange times politically and socially you don't know if someone's going to come to you one day in, in, a, in the future with a gun and say make a choice cunt Music or football? They might be rude. What I'm saying is, what if old Floella Suella Benjamin gets in? No, it could be Suella Benjamin gets in charge, and she has a she has her death troopers. Suella Benjamin's um, death troopers that she'll send out. The the music or football death troopers? Yeah, and she's like, first of all, people have to make a decision. There is too much decadence, and there there are many middle aged men in this country who divide yeah. their spare time between <laughs> football and music. And no wonder the economy's good, fucked. The economy's fucked. Half of them are just fucking podcasting and they're listening to, and they're going to see legacy bands or watching their local football club. <laughs> yeah. And it's ridiculous. We need to recover our productivity. So now the middle-aged men must choose. Yeah. Choose one. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm choosing music. Next yeah, question. Music all day long. Thank you very much, Mrs. Am Benjamin. I still allowed Where to think sign? about old football matches that I saw when I was younger? No! Yeah, exactly. I will, secretly. <laughs> what, no, you're not. You, no, she might say no, but she can't stop me doing that. I bet you, you probably have some kind of memory wiping process. Some of my favourite football content is in my head. And yeah. I just th- remember things that happened yeah, yeah. when I was younger. Yeah, you, you, you play at imaginary matches in your head I as well. I play imaginary you? matches. Yeah. And sometimes I remember historical imaginary matches. I'll remember a really good <laughs> game them. that I imagined when I was 14. And I do Have a you replay. Got like a, a VHS compilation tape in your head of the yeah. best of. Yeah, I, I might stick that on. I remember that season. Whoa. Do you know what? I remember the 91 92 season. That was a fucking cracker in my imagination. I'm going to yeah. go and have a look at that. Right. Are they imaginary um, players or are they real players? They're imaginary. Imaginary. Yeah. 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 You um, can see where uh, Len's got the uh, the Len- Leniverse football yeah. scene from. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. Well, like, yeah, Inherit. I mean, he denies it, but I told him about my imaginary football world. Oh, he nicked it. He didn't nick it, but I told him mm. once that what I liked to do was think up football games and he went what like West Ham winning the Champions League no 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 fuck that I just think up my own team and they've got their (laughs) own name and their own players and their own history and their own rivals and there's a whole fucking thing and I've been at it since I was about eight or nine and I still (laughs) do it now to get off to sleep at night what do you think about that and then next thing you know he's taking it a step further and then the Leniverse well we know I mean that that yeah. can't be rivaled for like detail and no. and extravagance, but uh, I think I sort of sowed the seeds of it. He denies this. He's one of those kids who who won't um, acknowledge that you know I've, that that 
his parent that his dad would have like helped him along the way towards one. Yeah, but that's all fine. His, all his own thing. That, that's that's right. fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's true most of the time. I do try and take credit for things where it's not due. I do that. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. I've just remembered the thing that I was going to say at the beginning. Did I, I sent you this on WhatsApp yesterday and you didn't respond, so I don't know if oh, you saw sorry, it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I do have a story about what you're going to say. Yeah, but go on. Well... We got a, uh, a tweet yesterday from uh, Vidjam on Twitter. Yeah. X, as it's called now. And he mentioned that, um, but he was, was replying to someone else about the podcast, and he mentioned the Roy Kane Professor Yaffle thing. Mm. And he says, this ended up with a set dresser sticking a picture of him on the mirror behind him in this recent Sky ad. Yeah. And there's an advert for mm. Sky Sports, which is set, it's like a circus style thing. And all the big stars are on it. And then right at the end, it goes to a dressing room. I think it's Idris Elba, knocks on the dressing room door. Yeah. And Roy Keane's in there in clown makeup. And then, not not very visible at all, I like pause it and have a good proper mm. peep at it and zoom in and stuff like that. I did a bit of zoom in wanking. Mm. And uh, there is indeed, next to Roy Keane on the mirror, a picture of Professor Yaffle. Yeah. And this just blew my mind. I had no idea about this. Well, I actually knew about this, right? And for whatever reason, I hadn't mentioned it to you. And I hadn't mentioned it in the pod. But now we have. Because I didn't want to... I thought, basically, right, there's a guy, a top bloke, and a one of our oldest and most loyal uh, cunters, <laughs> right? Right. His name's Rob, right? Right. And one of the interesting... I know who he is because he's he, he weirded on the conversation yeah. later on. So one of the interesting things Rob, about yeah. Rob, right, is that he was the first ever person, many years ago, in the early days of this podcast, we invented a signal for cunters to identify themselves to each other in the wild, right? Yes. And that signal was a tap on the nose. The Iron right? Filing Society nose tap, yeah. Now, the first person to have ever given me the Iron Filing Society nose tap in the wild was Rob Welch, right? Right, okay. Because I, I was working at Talk Radio and he was working in the same organisation and right. we were in the cut staff canteen, right? <laughs> Up in the fucking mini shard, right? And I'm sitting there, I don't know, talking shit to a bunch of radio people, right? And mm. I get a tap on the shoulder and there's a geezer who just gives me a nice little wink and a tap on the nose. And that was it, right? right. And I thought, I knew what it was, right? 
And everyone was like, what's that about? And I was like, don't worry. And I thought, this guy, he's proper IFS and he knows his stuff. And it was a thrill to have someone do that in the wild. So anyway, yeah. that was out. So, we, you know, he's always been in touch and you know we've got to know each other and he and he's um and he's a big supporter of the pod and i'm sure he's spoken to you on twitter and stuff but i gotta tell you he's the big cheese over at sky who was it wasn't the set dresser's idea it was his idea he was the he is responsible he created that whole ad the greatest show on earth right that's his idea he's the gaffer he's the creative guru right right and he told me on the day that they were filming with Roy Keane, that he was putting Roy Keane in it. And he said, and I'm going to stick a picture of Yaffle in the background. And then I thought, when I saw it, right, I didn't see Yaffle. And I was thought, I was sure that Rob had said, you can't see it in the final edit, right? But maybe he said, oh, it's hard to see in the final edit. So I never looked. I, I sort yeah. of took some satisfaction in the fact that it was it had just been there on the day. And that, unbeknownst to Roy Keane, uh, the, the shadowy hand of Top Flight Time Machine had somehow infiltrated his real world. Uh, but I thought, oh, that's enough for me. But yeah, it was only this tweet yesterday where I realised, oh no, it's visible. And we have infiltrated the, mar- the, the big budget marketing <laughs> campaign of um, Sky Sports and Roy Keane. And yeah. I think that... This is yeah. our greatest achievement since the fanny powder f- flag was waving during Janet Jackson's live performance at Glastonbury 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. I think it was really early on in the, it in was, the, yeah, and the it was, story it was, of Top Flight Time Machine. It was thrilling because it was um, the, the lads who did it were IFS division, Carlisle division of the That's IFS, right. and they turned up to that year's live show in Newcastle and they brought yeah. us the flag. Which I think I still have. I've still got the Fanny oh, Powder flag. Did you take flag. it? Did you? I couldn't remember so. where it was. They, to they it. brought it to us in Newcastle, yeah. And uh, that was a thrill. And when this podcast first started, there was lots of moments like that where you kind of thought, "Oh, this has got a little bit of a following now." Um, mm. But you know, I felt but then I we got jaded. Well, we got I felt, I felt we hadn't had one in a while, but now this, yeah. we're fucking. This is one of the most shown ads of the year. Yeah. Well, Rob said himself. I said I said to him on Twitter, "Was this you, legend?" He says, "Of course." He was. He, Roy was properly amazing. He said, "The real story of the shoot was me and him in his dressing room, where I had to ask him if he'd be a clown." Quite the exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that conversation. <laughs> Fucking hell! Brilliant. No, Rob's I don't, a know, top if, I don't bloke know if Rob and what, don't know if Rob watches us on the. Um, on the live video streams that we do, but if he wants to come on as a, a guest on the next one and talk us oh, through that, yeah, that event, that would be brilliant. Yeah, that would be, be really amazing. But I was so just it's, not, about it's that nice like when we infiltrate the when we when we transcend the confines of our yeah. daft podcast, and and very occasionally we sort of enter into the real world in some small way. It's very it gives me immense satisfaction. And actually, like you say, like look, those interactions with people where you're not expecting them, like you were, yeah. were working at Talk Sport and Rob was there in a professional yeah. capacity. And like, I took my kids this afternoon to go and see the old oak, the Ken Loach film that I mean, oh, for yeah. 18 seconds. Ne- yeah. Neither of them were massively impressed, but that's, that's why. Did they like the film, even if it wasn't? No, they didn't think it was that good. And well, it wasn't I mean, let's them. be aware. We've made our feelings <laughs> on the films of Ken Loach quite clear. They can be, they're not like. They're not feel good, not usually. <laughs> no, even this this one kind of is compared to the last two. Yeah. We even saw there's a lot of stuff in it that's that's grim. 
But uh, yeah, but the, the, when I was on on that like eight months ago, or so when I was filming that, filming it when I was in for like two three days, and the fellow who was in charge oh, of the props, yeah. a guy called yeah. Paul, one of the best uh, things from song, Glasgow, yeah. and he he presented me. He told us that he was a, a listener and presented me with a prop ice cube, for as in. By the way, I have an ice cube in my mouth. What was amazing about that? I remember that, and hearing that story was just so—it was really funny. But also, like the guy who emailed us the story. P.S. I have an ice cube in my mouth, which is remains one of the funniest messages emails we've ever had. Right? Yeah. That's someone else's story, and the whole point is that that friendship group have been using that line to each other for years, like all friendship groups have. Right. Like, what's your one? Wheelchair Keith. Is it Wheelchair Keith? Wheelchair Keith, yeah. Yeah, Wheelchair Keith. Mounted Police, yeah. My one, uh, I mean, I've got several, but me and my brother have, I've seen you in them mucky films up Soho, right? (laughs) Friends have codes, don't they, based on amusing incidents. But this is some other friendship group's code that years after they've been using it, we picked up, we've sold T-shirts with PSI of an ice cube in my mouth. I would say 80% of every email we ever receive is signed off PSI of yeah. an ice cube in my mouth, right? And then you're on a, the set of a fucking Ken Loach film that you're in and a prop guy comes up to you with an ice cube. Yeah. We're, we're living in the metaverse. I love it. I love it's it. I mean, we don't have We don't have many followers. This, this podcast, this, it's small fry. It's You'll not find us in yeah. the top 100. On uh, on iTunes, but I absolutely adore the fact that it's got the kind of depth of feeling that it has from the people it that does, do yeah. I'm getting a bit yeah. emotional here. Yeah, a bit I emotional am. Well, it's nice to think about, isn't it? It's like, nice to see these things when people again. have yeah. a, a language and a way of connecting with one another, and these funny fucking stories just from people's lives suddenly get traction in everyone else's life. Like well, we've never yeah. met the guy who had who, and actually the guy who told us PSI have an ice cube in my mouth wasn't the guy it was said to. It was his mate, as I remember it. It <laughs> yeah, it was his mate was getting dirty text messages from a Doris, and that was it. And and he was and he was not being very gentlemanly because he was sharing the funniest ones on his mate's WhatsApp group. He was forwarding the messages. <laughs> And they were all quite funny. And then the last one she said was, P.S. I have an ice cube. <laughs> Great time. I'm trying to find Great the original stuff. email. I can't find it. Maybe it wasn't it, an email. Is he also the guy who said, I'm pissed and Norwegian? I, I feel it's the same bloke. He said what? There was a bloke who signed off his email to us once, I am pissed and Norwegian. Do you remember that? Yes, I think it might have been. I think it might be the same bloke. I think it might have been. I think you wrote P.S. I'm pissed in Norwegian. Everything's yeah. funnier if you do P.S. first. I can't find. Can't find the original. That's a bastard, that. Yeah, but well, there has been 100, 175 emails to us that do have uh, the phrase, I have an ice cube in my mouth. Yeah. And, and those T-shirts, the, I believe accounts. those T-shirts are still available on our Redbubble, which you can find by searching Top Light Time Machine on Redbubble or via a link on our website. Um... <laughs> They're, they were pop, they were very popular for a while when that was our most fashionable phrase. Yeah. Um, since then, obviously, there's been We Evolved from Dogs, Hit It Martin, um, yeah. and, and many other great phrases. But when the time comes for us to do the top 10 all-time favourite uh, Top Flight Time Machine maxims, phrases, call them what you will, mottos, I feel pretty confident that PSI have an ice cube in my mouth will be right up there. 
in the Champions League places. Yeah, this is, it's been nice. It's been nice to kind of just um, be a bit self-regarding for a while. Yeah, I mean, we don't, oh, we don't boast about... Episode, it's not yeah. a boast. It's more like a tribute to the listeners because all of this stuff yes, comes you. from them. We're just yes. fucking sat here. This stuff is like... We started off doing a sort of a look back through old Premier League seasons and all this stuff, whether it's Rob putting Professor Yaffle behind or Fanny Powder being in the fucking Glastonbury <laughs> on the BBC, mind you, right? Fucking uh, in our colours... <laughs> yeah. As big yeah. as you could get, right? Or PSI have an ice cube in my mouth. All of that stuff. I think she I had think, like the, she had the, the Saturday, the Sunday afternoon legend spot, didn't she? I think she did. Yeah, that year. yeah. And she's there doing her thing. Yeah. And there's um, it's funny. There's a Janet Jackson thread through Top Flight Time Machine because there's that right. It was sort of one of the first things that it, it was the first thing to put us on. The, on national on the on the state broadcasting service was a Janet Jackson concert where a massive flag saying Fanny Powder on it flew right in the centre of the shot every time they cut to a wide for a whole half hour set. It was amazing. But of course, the other thing about Janet Jackson is I'm um, at a picture the, of it now, mate. It's superb. The well-worn story, the other well-worn story, which is uh, when producer Mark who sort of, especially in the early days of this podcast, was uh, kind of like a behind-the-scenes figure in us yeah. when we were sneaking around using studio space and he was always there to help us. Yeah. Of course, he still lives with the burden of a poor Uber rating and sometimes yes, finds it does. hard to get cabs because... He does. When, because he, he allowed the Jacksons... To, as in the Jackson 5 minus Michael, who was dead. Very dead and disgraced, pretty much. Uh, he, he, uh, he, uh, he let them use his Uber account because they said they were leaving the studio where I'd just interviewed them and claimed they were going to, I believe it was the Dorchester Hotel, to see Janet, their sister, and her new baby. That's what they told me. <laughs> then they said they couldn't get a cab. Mark said, use my Uber. He ordered them a cab. And somewhere between um, London Bridge and Park Lane in London, mm. right, something mm. happened. We believe Tito was the main culprit, but we're still not mm-hmm. certain. And the Jacksons were thrown out of the Uber. And the Uber driver gave Mark's account such a bad review and rating that all these years later he still can't get an Uber some nights. Thanks a yeah, lot, Jackson. Yeah, he's Jacksons. had his account, he? Start again, get a new phone. And all because they were trying to just get to see maybe, Janet's baby. Maybe Janet tried to change the baby's nappy in the back of the Uber or something like that. Maybe they no, they were on their way the to see Janet. Uh, was but maybe she, she was calling up saying, hurry up, where are you? You said you'd be here by now. And they're like, sorry, Janet, we're yeah. in traffic. We're in something called an Uber and we are in heavy traffic. And she goes, well, hurry up, because the, the baby's going to have his nap. And if you get here and the baby is napping, I will not let you see the baby because you are noisy and you will do your singing and dancing and you will wake the baby up and I don't and I want it to have its nap. And so Tito's flipped and gone, motherfucker, can you not fucking wind through this traffic? What's the matter with you, you asshole? You lying me, son of a bitch. Put your motherfucking <laughs> foot down because the baby is about to have its fucking nap and we're not going to get to see it, motherfucker. And the driver's yeah. gone, first of all, 
I'm not a limey, right? I'm actually uh, Bangladeshi. And <laughs> so I resent that, for starters. Second of all, I don't care who you are. Get out of my fucking cab now, because I will not stand for that sort of nonsense, no matter whose baby you are going to see. I give you one star. If I could give you zero stars, I would, sir. Hmm. Well, they don't care. And it's not even their Uber. All this stuff about, yeah, fuck it. It's not even our Uber. Come on, Tito. Who fuck cares? You. It was that motherfucker at the radio station. Why does he need Ubers for? <laughs> Little did they know. The cunt still stood out in the rain after the pub most nights trying to fucking get a mini cab. Yeah. Mini, do mini cabs still exist? Fruitless. I mini don't know anymore. Exist. I never go so. out. So I think I think there's a there's a there's a Jackson connection there that we haven't really considered a strong Jackson family connection then to this right through this podcast. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um yeah, it's been it's been a nice episode. It's been a bit aimless and rambling, but we've That's touched right. on some nice stuff. I've enjoyed mm. it a lot. Um yes, just like. a quick update on the predictions. Uh I got two points and you and results but got out. Did you so, predict uh, I thought you predicted for some reason I thought you predicted West Ham two Newcastle too. I thought I had as well, but I did not predicted 1-1. One, one. Oh, okay. So, I've got one of the points for that. Mm. So, yeah, I'm on... Uh, well, sorry, you, you are on... Where's it gone? It was on the screen, now it's disappeared again. You are on uh, 22. I'm on 25. Result spot's on 29. So, it's all very close. Fucking No out. one's making very much progress. Mm. It's too uh, tight to International call. weekend coming up, which is just a wild card. Fucking hate it as well. It could be so random. Mm. So there we are. That's pretty much it. I'm now going to go and watch the final of the darts, which promises to be very exciting. Um, and uh, but it'll be finished by the time most of you listen to this, so I can't recommend you do the same. We'll be back throughout <laughs> the week. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.